0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Quantum Witch Cafe. And tonight I have the most awesome UFO, Jane. I've never talked to her one-on-one and I may have not even, I think I've only talked to you one other time in somebody else's mix-up. So (laughs) I told her this will be like a first date. I want to get to know you more. Um, I recognize you from UCR and then I know you do your own thing. So I was kind of going back um, and looking at your own work. Uh, on your own channel. And I recognized the name even before that, before, um, you're just, you were one of the first women that I saw, uh, on UFO Twitter. Like I hopped on a couple, like, I think like a couple years ago, I hopped on and hopped off on a different account because I was like intimidated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not ready to talk about UFOs yet. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I, have seen you, it was it's always you and alien girl. So, uh, and somebody asked me earlier, they're like, oh, well, who's UFOJ? And I'm like, you know who ufo jane is but then it occurred to me i was like i don't really know that much about her i know that she did an awesome skinny bob video which is one of my favorites that you did i know you do a great job on ucr you always have like great things to add to the conversation you're one of the few females that i see that i've seen for a long time like there's a lot of awesome females but i see you uh you know everywhere in a good way so so how did oh, thank you yeah. i just i love you i just love you so
1: well this is i'm so honored to be here, and that's cool that, um, yeah, you saw me around Twitter, you know, a few years ago, and I'm glad you're finally, finally coming out and just talking about it all, so. Yeah, the
0: first step for me was coming out of the broom closet as a witch in 2014, and then Quantum I was, wasn't ready to talk, but that was really scary for me, being raised Catholic, even though my grandma was a medium. Um, but Mm -hmm. I wasn't ready to talk about my experiences, I think, until this year, um, because I had always been made to feel like I was crazy. So how was UFO Jane born? Like how did you become UFO
1: Jane? Well, I definitely wasn't always UFO Jane. I like to joke, you know, my mother did definitely did not envision (laughs) me growing up to be a UFO reporter at all. That was not didn't know who would have guessed that would have been in the cards. (laughs) So I didn't, I didn't see anything. Um, I'm hearing a little bit of background. I don't, I hope it's not me. Let's I see. Don't,
0: I don't hear it right now. Oh, you're muted. Is it me?
1: It might be you, but, oh, wait. It, it It's cool. We'll just, we'll just, we'll just part. We'll, we'll party. will move on. Yeah. It was like a
0: traveling, um, there was like a traveling uh echo like it was me yeah. first and then it was Artemis and then it was somebody else and I like turned off my mic and it was just unfortunately
1: <laughs> I'm not a tech oh, techie expert so I have no <laughs> tips <laughs> <I> know, <honestly. laughs> okay but but I somebody in the chat says they don't hear anything so okay, awesome. it's pro- probably just like it in my in my earbuds um yeah oh so anyways yeah so I didn't I didn't see a UFO growing up. I didn't. I know there are some in this field who grew up in a military family and they actually heard conversations about these yeah. things, or, or their parent parents were experiencers or things like that. So that was not at all my background. I didn't really think about. Well, I didn't think I had the concept of UFOs beyond Hollywood movies growing up and then what happened was i graduated from college i had a journalism degree so i was doing some writing movie reviews fashion blogging believe it or not entertainment just dabbling in different things and then i met a boy and he was grew up completely different than me so he um yeah so he he would actually go I and mean, because this was back before well not back before internet but uh well, actually, he yeah, he probably was into this field uh pre you know at least having computers you know, in our, our own homes regularly, so he would actually go to the bookstore and the library and read actual books about this <laughs> phenomenon, and so I just by osmosis and getting to know him, of course, I um it learned dawned on me. Wow, UFOs are real. This is a real thing. I had the journalism degree, you know that background. I had thought, you know, maybe I wanted to be a reporter and I had the writing experience. And so now I had just a new muse, I guess, a, a new inspiration. And so I had a national website for a little while where I I blogged about all kinds of conspiracy theories. I really went down the rabbit hole (laughs) for a few years. Uh, But then what happened is I was recognizing that there were a number of UFO sightings that were happening here in my home state of Texas, like all the time. And they were getting reported to MUFON or showing up on YouTube or um, Newfork, the National UFO reporting center, yeah. and all these different places. But there was nobody really talking about it. There was no mainstream news coverage about it. It was just this forgotten news beat, if yeah. you will. So I started blogging about it. And then after a while, people would just start sending me their report. So it turned it into something where I, well, I have to <laughs> do this now. And so that was Texas UFO sightings was dot com was launched in 2012. So a lot has happened since you, know, you know, I originally got into this. Yeah. It's been pretty exciting. Um, cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I love hearing the people that like didn't care about it and then something always happens that kind of like draws them in. Um, it's just it's refreshing to see so many different types of people represented it, represented, even though. We might fight like, just, you know, like siblings on Twitter, you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> but, um, at the end of the day, and I know everybody says it, we just want the truth and we want to see more UFOs, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so one thing I've noticed about you is um, I the first time I saw you on UCR was the first phone home. And that's kind of like when I started watching the community and kind of like following people and realizing that there was like a solid community, um, you know, that I wanted to talk to about things or, you know, um, they, they would support kind of what I, what I seen, um, whereas everybody else was kind of even like out there, it's too out there, even the witches were like, that's too out there, you know? Like, <laughs> so um, I saw you on there and what I noticed right away is there was a point where there's a bunch of nuts and bolts people talking and you always are kind of like the person to see both sides of the argument. And I guess, you know, you are that's what a good journalist is supposed to do. But I've noticed that you really hold space for a lot of different people's experiences. Now, people might not associate themselves as an experiencer if they just see like some lights in the sky doing cool maneuvers. But I consider them an experiencer because I feel right. like when people, when they see that, it's just like life altering. So I think it's great that you i oh, so sorry, I thought that was off. <laughs> I think that it's great that you're able to see all sides of the argument and kind of bring that understanding where some people are kind of cutthroat. Uh, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, they can be. You know, I really appreciate that. And, you know, I really try to do that. And, it, you know, it's hard for me sometimes, too. Um, yeah, I'm just like anybody where, you know, maybe I'll get attached to a certain theory or viewpoint or, you know, at times. Um, but yeah, it's it's it is amazing. It's like you have the Mick West of the world and then you have oh, I don't wanna I don't want to call anybody out in our community <laughs> the, the opposite of the maybe like the Stephen Greer or something, like oh, the Stephen yeah. Greer's of our world yeah. or the David Wilcock or whatever. Oh well, yeah. 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 <clears throat> and so I it's unavoidable. I mean, you see that in every world, right? Not Absolutely. just ufology. It's every every community there's going to be the extreme ends of it and the debates and everything. Mm-hmm. I, I really think it's selfish of me to want to hang out in the middle. It's much, it's much calmer in, yes. in the middle, you know, it really benefits <laughs> benefits my own heart. Uh, you know, the making sure I don't, um, you know, have a heart attack one day, literally, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. To, Cause I, I don't think I could keep making videos or, researching okay. this or talking about this if i got too passionate about it if that ma- if that makes sense or too passionate okay. about the people involved in it if you will or specific theories because it would All just right. i don't have the energy for it yes yeah
0: so certain uh characters like you said like david Wilcox, stephen Gurr, they kind of have like almost like a cult following where mm-hmm. you can't say anything. Um, you can't even question what they've just said sometimes. And I think that's when it becomes dangerous to only be sure. um, to like be yeah. a follower of one person because there's so many different pieces of the puzzle that are represented by everybody on Twitter, um, no matter where their personality differs from each other. So I think that, that's really great. I did love the fact that you did the Skinny Bob thing because I remember being obsessed with it and I did like, and I want, I did a clubhouse about it and I was like, oh, nobody cares about okay. this anymore, but I want to revisit skinny Bob, you know, and I kind of like kept it to myself. I didn't really have a lot of followers on clubhouse and, um, and I still don't, but I, um, I talked about it anyways, cause I wanted to talk about it. I want to talk about skinny Bob and it was super random. And, and a lot of people were never heard of them, but your That's video cool. breakdown, like blew my mind because I had seen like some things, but I didn't, i would never seen any of his videos that you had on. And what keeps you um, interested in skinny box? I know yeah. a lot of people, like write it off. Like what makes me mm-hmm. going back to him
1: besides the fact that he's super cute, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely the cuteness <laughs> factor is there. He's just so likable. It's probably the most likable UFO photo or video leak, you know, um, that's out there and uh dr jeff red who i didn't even know was a had a doctorate at the time when we were talking um funny enough um but he uh, he has been really delving into it so for that video he walked me through a a number of details and things i never noticed before and that and so i was yeah i've never i just can't get skinny bob out out of my head and um I think at the core of that is just, well, yeah, I, it's the, the cover up the, of the UFO phenomenon is well established. And so what comes with that is the reality, if there are photos and videos of aliens, the greys out there. In what scenario is it ever going to be confirmed, you know, by any credible source and then believed by the general public? There most certainly, I don't know how there couldn't be an effort to disappear it, discredit it, leak other evidence around it to confuse, because that's just, that would be the nature of, if if there's photos of actual physical aliens, I think you could make the case that's national security. Threat and you'd have you'd be able <laughs> to legally cover up. And we also have so much history of that that we can track. Whether or not you think aliens crash landed at Roswell, we do know for a fact that they lied about it. And right. they even if you think it was Project Mo- Mogul or these things, they yeah. did they did uh, confuse and hide the evidence at the time. And Phoenix Lights, you know, you had the yeah. It was a mayor or governor. He's the mayor of Phoenix, uh, oh, yeah. or could have been the governor of Arizona. Yeah, oh, um yeah. one of them. <laughs> I was little when that happened. My grandpa
0: yeah. was like, outside. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, and he and, joked about it the next
1: day. Yeah, and he <laughs> joked about it with the blow-up alien. Yeah. And so there's a track record of these documented cases we know happened, and documented cover-up lying about it. And so my hypothesis, my hypothesis is that one or more of the different photos and videos we've seen of aliens actually could be real or yeah. perhaps even recreations of the real things being leaked to muddy the waters, right? Because if yeah. if you know that if you have captured something like gray alien, maybe you leak photos or videos that are like it that could be easily discredited as a hoax yeah. so that if if they ever do show up, you know there's you, it'd be easier to, to hide them so I guess it's the yeah. cover-up it has is what keeps yeah. me to just um, keep going back to it and there's other there's other great alien photos and videos I'm similarly fascinated with so mm-hmm. that that's one aspect and then the other aspect um, are the aspects of the skinny Bob fo- footage that are the most um, suspect uh, almost as proof of some kind of weird cover-up or confusing disinformation right. campaign. So we do know that there's layers on the video. And so we know that there's been things added to it, right. but that's separate of the original Skinny Bob, whatever it is, alien, Muppet, CGI, the fact that there's a debate about what it is even is, if it's a right. robot or... Um, yeah, like a puppet or a costume, or you know, we nobody knows what it is or how how they did it. And then Doctor Red Jeff, he and it's there the videos. There's multiple videos, and they go by pretty quick. But if you yeah. just pause and pause and pause yeah, you yeah. notice all this painstaking detail and yeah, these he was analyzing like the, the
0: muscular yeah. of the neck and everything right. and like,
1: wow like, so this. yeah so why go to all that effort and not even to really highlight it for people or get credit there, so far you know nobody has gotten credit for a darker theory i saw out there is that whoever did create it originated um it's not alive anymore to talk yeah, about. Yeah, I mean yeah. that that's a that's a pretty dark theory, but yeah. you know, I guess we can't rule that out if this You would know, think somebody would have know.
0: seen the guy making it, you know, or whoever making it if it was a
1: And no, no, no word. Yeah. So we, so yeah, so he's actually, he has a $30,000 reward for anybody who brings like more content forward or can bring new evidence of a hoax. But I do think that prize amount goes down. Um, I think it's just the the main skinny Bob subreddit. um, Mm -hmm. If people want to go dig in more, because there's always new, you know, people finding new clues and uh-huh. It.
0: yeah, it's, it's yeah. that one it definitely captivates me still too because
1: um there was a minute where I was like
0: that's not real. There's no way right. then I started like looking into it more and I'm like, I just want it to be real, like I want to, see mm-hmm. it all to be real. Like I yeah. it real. um yeah. especially since you know the gray species or um beings are kind of depicted often as sorry, I got like a haircut and my b I have bangs oh,
1: there. And you, I'm like, I oh have my got it like <laughs> don't even worry, I'm like <laughs> It's I'm like just worried just about piece my
0: piece own hair. This <laughs> <So. laughs> just, just like piece of hair just keeps shooting down. And I'm like, why did I cut things so Every year I do it. But anyways, <clears throat> yeah. Oh, let me knock everything over too. Um. So what? Especially, I liked it. Be, another reason I like it is because the greys are always depicted as these menacing, creepy, like peering through the window trickster, mm-hmm. um, or doing horrible things to us. Um. I think that even if that's real, they're just kind of like doing their job. I don't think that they're trying yeah. to. Hurt or scare anybody. Um, Obviously, we're humans and people are taking us children and as adults out of nowhere. And that's definitely um, horrifying to have that experience. But I liked that video because it doesn't paint um, the grays as um, these mean anal probing beasts, demons. Right. I mean, because that's how a lot of people view every um, gray scenario. They think that they're all going to take you up and do things to you that you don't want done.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's this case in Hungary. I'm still, and I, I say this regularly, if anybody can speak Hungarian um, and wants to help me out, there's these documents from, Hung- they're definitely Hungarian. I Google translated what I could, <laughs> but it's difficult. These um, documents that were uploaded online by a Hungarian researcher claiming to show this this leaked, uh case of a plane crash and with the ufo and a recovery of a gray alien and so there's many documents again i google translated what i could (laughs) and uh what's fascinating about it though is again it's like skinny bob where there's like nobody knows about it. I think I might be the only English language website out there to be trying to figure this out. So again, holler to anybody that knows Hungarian, um, or even just about Hungarian UFO history or Air Force history or anything like that. Right? It would be fascinating. Um, that. So in all, it would have been a big effort, I guess, to hoax all of this, right? And it. Yeah. Um, and then why, why go through all that effort? Uh, but the pilot and the crash that's mentioned, the human pilot, yeah. that is a real. There's a. There was an actual crash and an actual pilot, so all the dates and timeline add up to actual history in that area. So that that would have been 1990s. You know, obviously, if I could verify verify those files, it would be huge. But the gray alien depicted in those files you feel bad for it because it feels more yeah. like a victim like that they've mm-hmm. recovered from this crash site and um again another common thing we hear with about the gray aliens this particular one um they were theorizing it was telepathic and yeah. <laughs> that and they were actually worried or uh theorizing that it was maybe communicating or waiting for other grades to save it, and yeah. yeah, those files never, never got to the conclusion. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were, they were they <laughs> were monitoring different witnesses. That was a big part of the documents, as they were um, keeping track of those who had heard about the incident or seen the crash. So, yeah. one of these days. Uh, Maybe able to be able to verify, you know, bring a new gray alien yeah. case yeah. forward. But I, I have a, if they're real, we have to try to have compassion for yes. them, right? Like would we would any animal species or fellow humans, right? And we also yes. have to consider that there could be more than one type of gray alien, right? Exactly. So which seems to be the case with um, yeah. different
0: people's experiences. And mm-hmm. experience. Yeah, yep. I thought about that. Um, I was thinking about that because somebody had posted a clip of some video of one just kind of like sitting in a corner and they made it look old. I don't know if it was real or not, but it did make me think like we, um, like if a tiger gets hurt, it can kill us and we're still going to help it. So right. why are we, I mean, I get like why people are freaked out. Obviously, another yeah. like, being, um, it'd be hard for anybody to just be like, oh, okay, I'm going to help you. Um, I think right. it was, but I don't think so because the one time I thought I saw a gray, I froze, like <laughs> you know. So Ooh. um, I don't know what I would yeah, do. <laughs> I was a little girl. We were camping, and I saw something in the tree line. I thought it was a deer. Um, it was a gray, and then it turned into a little boy and ran away. My girl was like, well, probably some kid playing, and I was like, no, that was like that was. I think it was a small one and the smaller ones are kind of
1: shape-shifting. Yeah.
0: Um, which I'd never heard, um, a lot about that. Um, obviously like I'm from the days where you had to go like check out a book when that happened. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Like that was like before the big old like internet, um, everybody had internet in their house, Mm -hmm. you know? So I had to check out whatever books I could find at Catholic school and, um, try to figure it out from there. But now there's so many different, um, there's so many different uh, encounters by people, and a lot of it is so similar, and a lot of it happened when they were younger before this information age kind of, like, took over. Mm-hmm. So I just, I know that people are having encounters out there. Uh, what is your whole take on the experiencer uh, phenomenon? Like, what, like what, like what is the best way for us to vet experiencers, if we can at all, because some people don't realize it's happened until... Years later.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. How would you verify that? Like,
0: if somebody came to you and they're like, hey, like, I'm pretty sure that um, I was abducted and I'm trying to piece it all together.
1: Mm -hmm. So, what's interesting, and I don't know if it's because of just what I have reported on historically or what have you or the algorithm, but people tend to come with me with more of the nuts and bolts typical sightings and so it's it's a little bit easier to okay we're going to document this and it's not riling anybody up too much um when i do get and it's often a very lengthy detailed report of an abduction counter or something like that i will not always post about it uh but i it's just and I have. And I have talked to witnesses and talked to abductees and, and that sort of thing. But there really is no vetting or verifying it, right? Because right. all it is, it's it's their experience. And so it's more just a matter of what I think the impact will be if I put this out there. Is it going to add to um, ufology or take away yeah. from it? So some of that is when it comes to experiences, I, ha- I hate to say, but a lot of that is gut because it's I'm I can't I guess gut that gut instinct is coming, though, from a real place of of, I recognize patterns. And so, for example, if there were a lot of UFO sightings in Dallas one week and then there was also an abduction account that week and that's happened before. Right. That's going to be more interesting to bring forth to people and uh, be more likely that the you know those events are connected right and so something or more necessary to report on that abduction encounter in order to understand the nuts and bolts so i have to just take every report one at a time um and so i think over the years i definitely get have gotten a feel for yeah these similar experiences that people have and that's not to say if you see something totally weird. I've never heard it before that you're li- I think that you're lying. I mean that that's not at all to say that. and it, that just goes back to how hard that is to do to um, s- critique, you know, personal enc- encounter. Yes. I don't know if that's really my place to do. So it's more more just about documenting and trying to make connections over time and for example, I can say I've definitely gotten the reports of the gray aliens the most frequently. There have been a handful of insectoid reports, the praying mantis, yes. and probably fewer of the reptilians. So that's that's been the extent of the abduction experiences, and I will say, well... <laughs> of the specific abduction experiences. There are people who see orbs or right. guess you're more physical type of UFO and they'll have other theories around it or spiritual experiences almost during those encounters or yeah. things like that. So yeah, it, it's just tricky. It's tricky when you're um, getting into witness testimony. Um, and yeah, you, you brought up how, some people don't even know that they went through something until years later. So, if if abductions are real, how could they not be traumatic? How could they not then turn into repressed memories mm-hmm. that have to be accessed through yeah. hypnosis? Or uh, so, yeah. It really mm-hmm. it really muddies the waters uh, when you add that element just all by itself, right. just the tra- traumatic aspect of it.
0: Absolutely. And I think that everybody has like a, a role to play, even if, you know, if you're somebody that like I think everybody has a place in this because everybody's doing something differently. Like somebody might come to you. I know that you you are known for, you know, you're doing like the reporting with like the nuts and bolts and you're gathering, you're verifying and you're very, um you know, like you have your methods of doing that. But somebody might feel comfortable with you telling you more than they might um, feel with even some of the other experiencer groups out there. So. Um, I think that everybody should be open to listening of course because uh, you never know who's I mean like you're right like uh, obviously because some people just go on and you're like oh um that probably didn't happen but I'm gonna listen to you anyways I'm gonna hold space yeah, yeah
1: I, you know I'm yeah I, I, I'm not an experiencer you know so I have I can't relate personally or you know or if I am <laughs> I don't remember it, right? how, how mm. is that possible? It's kind of creepy to think about, oh, yeah, uh, but yeah. I have to I have to even consider that if you know right. after so many time and time again hearing the same story over right. and over again, um, it's not out of the realm of possibility.
0: Well, especially now since there's talks of um, with the recent events, you know, in in Congress and legislation, mm-hmm. uh, the biological effects are
1: in there right. so
0: that right. makes you think that even if somebody didn't have an encounter with a being but the craft created some sort of biological effect that is very real and that's very scary i always think about you know people are always like well why do you always talk about the nimitz i'm like because like it's the most complete for me to like to give somebody one if i had to pick one mm-hmm. i thought about that one because it's recent it has a lot of you know um witnesses that people respect and it also has I think it has a lot of information to mm-hmm. it um but I can't imagine being up there in the air and just like like you're you're already in danger you're up in the air like yeah <laughs> just, right <so> <laughs> things like zipping around you and but uh-huh. I'm curious like um the biological effects like they would have to be pretty close wouldn't you think
1: yeah I that's part was one of my more favorite details of the gillibrand amendments of the amendment proposing the ufo office and what people may not be aware of is the national defense act itself so the amendment aside also has a section about anomalous i don't know the exact wording but negative anomalous physical effects in right like different military situations so there's really multiple instances of that, and that could be anything, right? right. Um, and the case I always bring up in relation to this is the Cash Landrum incident here yes. in East, East Texas here in 1980. And that's where the witnesses saw a craft, and they experienced intense heat and yes. symptoms that were, you know, hair falling out, blisters, radiation symptoms. And they sued yeah. the government, to um assume the medical damages right. and they lost that lawsuit so i feel like that case if the living in this new world where there's a new cons- government concern for the physiological effects of ufos what you know how would the cash landrum incident have played out right. today because they were basically saying we just think the government was mm-hmm. aware of this technology so i yeah i think it's a big step to be taking that that part of uh, experiences seriously.
0: Yeah, and that that's sort of like the Falcon Lake incident in Canada, where he had the burns all over his chest and his gloves, and his, his shirt was burned. Um, you see stuff like that, and you're just like, this is um this is somebody just having a freak encounter. Now, if you're part of a like a I guess like a, a special operations group studying this thing, like military group. You're mm-hmm. in regular contact with it, so even if you know to be like, it's almost like a X-ray technician, but like right. way, anyway way charged up. You know, you're getting exposed to this day after day. You have to wonder about like the um, the long-term effects, mm-hmm. of it, even psychologically, because not everybody is open to this, and sometimes mm-hmm. their mind gets pride open to this when they have an experience right. or they see something. So um, we have to be mindful of that too, because people's worlds literally like just break down um, when they encounter this. And I have a feeling that as this I'm saying, it's going to get passed because I'm putting it out there.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) 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 So as it gets more press, people are going to be like, okay, well, like there was all this press this last year, right? Because of the report that everybody was like waiting for. Now there's Mm -hmm. this and it's going to get out there again in 2022, um, more prominently. So what are people, people are going to start coming around more and this is the part that i am trying to like rally for for some people i know on the more like what people call the woo-woo side or experiencer side they're like you guys are being like duped this whole thing like the government's never going to give you anything and blah 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 blah. they're like mad and i get that they're mad but at the same time if this is what it takes to get more people to acknowledge the reality of the existence of these things then that's what it takes. And I'm okay with it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, the The thing is, the government has to be held accountable at some point, even if they don't tell us everything ever. They've still yeah. lied to everybody. So that's another part. But I, I got, I was, somebody was messaging me, and they're like, you, you're posting all this stuff, it doesn't even matter. And, you know, mm-hmm. it was like a, I was like, no, I like, I hear you, I feel you, I see you, because I was at that point, you know, I was like, I didn't, I was like, well, why don't, why do they only listen to military people and not people like me? You know, pretty much like mm-hmm. people like me and other normal people that have had these crazy experiences or even just like small experiences that want to report it in years and get called crazy. But I was I was there too, so I get it. But now I'm on the other side where I'm seeing like the bigger picture. And I know that it t- it's gonna take more, more stuff that people can see and hold and read and their in their, you know, daily inbox or whatever. Yeah. To to get them to come around and expand their mind. And from a woo-woo standpoint, once their mind expands to that, I'm just so excited about other things that they're gonna realize. Like maybe if if people realize like there's extraterrestrial life or even non human intelligences that are from other, you know, simultaneous dimensions or timelines, all these theories, right? They're they're gonna realize that the consciousness is linked. Mm-hmm. it's faster than the speed of light. So I'm, I'm excited for that to happen to people. I know a lot of people are like, we can't handle it. We couldn't handle COVID. They're, the toilet paper is going to be gone again. You know, like people joke about it. But I don't know. I, I have a little bit more faith in people because I think that it's coming out like in baby steps. It's not just like, here's a being, you know, or yes, they're taking you in your sleep. It's not like that blatant. So I think that people are going to be okay the more um, that things come out.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. And it it is. It's baby steps. And it's not just one thing or one person. So it's even more news coming out about life being on uh, Jupiter's moon. And then maybe they discover something under the ocean that they can't, you know, they don't know the origin of the structure. And maybe ancient aliens theory isn't so silly. So, yeah, I think it will be. A lot of different things will probably, I think people will, I really think people are going to start start coming forward and suggesting that they're, they're hybrids themselves. Yeah. So I think that that's not really scary if you think of the alien being yourself. I could see, yeah, I, I. I could see, I mean, what, what, what wouldn't stop the government from, let's say, propping up a human being and having the human, yeah. you know, that we all know that's maybe a celebrity and, they do a ancestry.com, no, like DNA, it Ancestry.com, <laughs> like DNA test, right? And right. something like that, right? So I don't yeah. think, I do, I mean, who knows what it will look like? Because I think there are probably different ways that the government could go about this. And yes. it will be based on what the people do. So even if I understand the cynicism, um, for the majority, I'm trying to think, yeah, for the majority of the time that I've been researching UFOs, the government has said they weren't real. <laughs> that yeah, they yeah. didn't care about them, so they lied the majority of the time. And so, I yeah, to suddenly expect they're just gonna okay, you know, hand yeah. it over is is silly. But it is, it is inevitable that it's gonna happen. So right. it's better to participate in it and try to make it work. Um, I think than just jeer from the sidelines and. I also think, um, remember that even people in the government are just people like you and yes, me. And yes. so there's people who weren't around during the Roswell times yeah. that really didn't work to cover yeah. up that, right? That's normal people that
0: didn't think this was a thing. Right. They're yeah. just like minding their own business, doing their job, you Yeah, know? <laughs> yeah. They find out
1: it's yeah. <laughs> like, so real. <laughs> yeah, so we have to have... You know, I want to try to have some faith and benefit of the doubts of, you know, certain members of the government. And it's, it's, it's not that this cynicism is unwarranted. It's just, you know, what are you going to do with that? It's not, it's just not going to get anybody anywhere. So it's better to try to just get on the ship and help steer it than, you know, what else are you going to do? So Exactly. So do you
0: you view this as like a big, I think it's a really big step just seeing um, politicians talk about this or, you know, it's, and there's still going to be, you can't make everybody happy. There's still going to be the people Mm -hmm. that are not happy about this, but but this is, people are like, oh, this has happened before. I'm like, no, not like this. It hasn't.
1: No, it hasn't. It really hasn't. hasn't (laughs) You could say it's been culminating, um, it's funny, even those who don't, even people who think Roswell was just a, a spy balloon will still <laughs> often agree that that's when the history of ufology started, yes. right? Or at least, you know, um, modern day American ufology, whatever. Um, so you could say it did start then on accident. It's just been a growing, you know, culmination until today. It's not like anybody's been wrong. Um, it's just, it keeps building and, and you know how many generations wasn't really many generations to get from there are aliens visiting yeah. to there might be aliens visiting it's right so yeah in the whole span of, of things it's not I think it's been a process that started a long time ago and it's it's continued to get more and more intense and when I'm feel fortunate to have been in this world a while ago when um it was up in the air if any of this would become more mainstream yeah. or political, because really um, my feeling was that it was going to be, it for sure was going to be. And so I wanted to be as educated about it yeah. as I could before all that happened, because to the cynic's point of view, um, I, so this new you know government office, yeah. Um, This here's a good example, right? Apparently, they're going to be taking UFO reports directly, right? Well, let's say you've seen a UFO. Even with UFO changing to UAP, right, and the government taking over, how do you feel if you had a UFO sighting? Would you feel good just handing it over to the government yeah. or to your friend researcher who has a YouTube show? I'm going to suggest you do both. Yes. absolutely um, <laughs> Right. But to the cynic's point of view, um, getting the government involved could mean actually getting more disinformation, more lies, more yeah. cover up and more control over something that maybe could happen, maybe was going to happen organically without right. the government, you know, so that sure. it, it could be that the, the goal is not the same <laughs> for, um, I don't know, we, we have, they're just anonymous, you know, <laughs> men in black, you know, people yeah. in bo- board boardroom, boardrooms, you know, right now, we don't really know, you know, who's who's who. Uh, but the intention may not be good. But at the end of the day, if we're not participating in it, and right. being part of it, it's not going to be in our control at all. Yes. So I do yeah, think people should pay attention. Yeah.
0: It's kind of our job that like, uh, if they're if they end up doing something crappy with it and lying more and doing more shady things, it's up to us to steer people yeah. back towards the positive side of it. Exactly. Uh, there are a, still people. Yeah, exactly. You know, there's still people joining uh, every day on UFO Twitter, um, and mm-hmm. some are having, you know, like they never like like me. Like I was like I was on Twitter, but and I would like pop in and out of UFO Twitter, but I wasn't serious about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I just I love that people are able to talk about these things now and it blows my mind as a mom. Do you, do you have kids?
1: Yes, I have a son. Okay, mm-hmm. So
0: isn't it crazy to think that our kids are just going to grow up talking about this?
1: Yeah. When mm-hmm. we had to keep
0: it like secret, it was already weird that my grandma was a medium. Like to talk about ghosts and spirits. Right. Mm-hmm. So like take it to the next level like oh aliens are real or extraterrestrials are real Mm -hmm. and it's kind of people get even more weirded out by the interdimensional hypothesis yeah (laughs) their Mm -hmm. mind and to me that one makes the most sense but it also makes sense that it could be both because the consciousness travels you know like instantaneously so that Mm -hmm. to me is like you know it's i guess also being like spiritual um minded reading about all these different religions at an early age and being a witch and my dad's size Native American. So I think that my spirituality has allowed for none of that to be weird to me. Yeah. So to me, people are kind of like, oh, well, I'm beginning to think. I'm like beginning to think, you know, like. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I get it because not everybody's a, a weirdo. You know what I mean? Like me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but I'm finding more weirdos and I love you all. <laughs> yeah. What is your whole um, take on that? The whole, the ultra ultra dimensional, Mm -hmm. interdimensional, um, you know, non-human intelligence. Uh, There's so many different ways that people are are throwing around. Oh, yeah. terms. What do you think? Do you think that it's both? Do you think that they are somewhere else and they're traveling here interdimensionally or do you think that they are interdimensional beings living kind of like parallel next to us and they just kind of like pop in and out like monsters, Inc, you know, like that? Yeah.
1: (laughs) Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, if I just look at the evidence itself, like the orb phenomenon and things like that of types of videos I see over and over again in Texas, I mean, the light that disappears and reappears, right? That's a common thing uh, that I see. And of course, you know, we talked about the gray alien abduction mm-hmm. encounters, which there's just never, and this is no knock to ab- abductees or whatever, but the physical evidence is just not there right and i mean i you can show me a mark on your arm but yes, I, i'm really clumsy and <laughs> um yeah I i i could i have all kinds of like weird things that you know i don't like i don't know no. where this bruise came from you know um right. so and maybe it did happen you know during an abduction encounter right but i can't there's just i can't prove it <laughs> but yeah. that would lead to the theory that if the greys are real, at least in modern times, I don't know how it was, maybe in the '40s and '50s, but yeah. at least now, sure. I just got a mental
0: image of the modern grey. Like, yeah, <laughs> right,
1: because probably have different tactics now, right, than the yeah, to. definitely. Yeah, it does appear that they interact with people almost remotely, right? Like yeah. it, like what you're saying, where it's a conscious link. Um, Maybe they induce the sleep paralysis or even an out-of-body experience, yeah. you know, in that person. So I, because if you look, um, I don't know if you've looked into near-death experiences, yeah. but I love. I was so fascinating, and it's kind of interesting. Some of yeah. the similarities with some with abduction the experiences, yeah. right? So, um, what does that mean? Is <laughs> yeah? So the interdimensional. Saying there's something about that that feels more right and accurate than right. there's this physical planet, and they're I don't know traveling how many yeah. years to get here. Also, the idea of them sending drones here, yeah. um, and satellites here, just like we, you know, we have um, Mars Rover apparently had its own drone, <laughs> uh-huh. so think <laughs> of how advanced, <laughs> right? Think of how advanced, like our own craft you know is getting but yeah. we still really we don't like to physically go places if we don't have yeah. to so that seems more viable the interdimensional theory especially as we learn about how space time works and yes and all of that uh, but it could be anything and we make so many assumptions you know all yes. the time about the aliens them like all, on and... the
0: table, all off the table it's so yeah it could about. be any
1: it could be all of the above i mean look at all the life on earth and every there's so many creatures just if you go on tiktok make fun of tiktok yeah. but if i spend enough time on it You'll find I'm food. probably going to see an animal <laughs> I've never seen before. Right. At least I'm going to. That's Some people will the see ocean. dances. <laughs> Some people see dances <laughs> you've never seen before. But I have a lot of animals on my TikTok. Um, so <laughs> just just think about who, how ubiquitous and incredible life is and how it just comes in every shape and form and variety and it's still really mysterious to us. And So why would why would that just stop? It's incredible yeah. however you put it, right? Like, yes. It's incredible if it does just stop <laughs> after yeah. the Earth's stratosphere. That's really <laughs> a miracle in in its own sense and then we're dealing with um grays could be something I mean when we're talking about interdimensional it could all be contained, right? In our own like sphere, yeah. right? And we don't have to go to any other planet. So that's amazing. Um but my feeling is well, if there's life everywhere here where I walk around, that probably continues. It's yes. Yes. Probably like yeah. that everywhere.
0: Well, especially when people talk about um, like the building blocks of life being everywhere, like the star stuff. Right. You know, um, and people are like, Well, this is only happening here or you know, it's so like how do you know? Like we have like these these uh, telescopes flying around space and they can you know, the light frequency, they measure different things, and they figure it out. But at the same time, like, nobody's landed on, you know, right, on something and evaluated it. Yeah, I I think it's all on the table, which is great that the that NASA is coming around um, to that. Yeah, yeah, I remember um, in molecular biology, what you have to take microbiology is like one of your prereqs, and we were learning about extremophiles. And there's these things where like, they, like the halophiles and these things that can, like the tardigrades. The water mm-hmm, bears, right. <laughs> um, so those little guys are fine.
1: Mm-hmm. And maybe
0: they were, we were all those little guys at one point. You right. Know what I mean? because That's even how it always starts out. Right. Exactly. There's even the theory that our mitochondria is was its own little thing. And our organism basically ate it up somehow. Um, yeah. Because it has its own. DNA. Well, and,
1: and think <laughs> of how crazy, like when you look, I love another another fun TikTok binge. It's just like the microscopic. Yeah, um, but that, like, really will blow your mind, too, because we think, we just think of life and just like, what is life even? So, how can we define what aliens are when, like, do we even fully understand consciousness and life? Because when you look at those little creatures, you know, in the petri dish, yeah. you know, they're just, they're pretty. They're pretty they're more complicated than you would expect them to be. There's just this whole um, crazy little universe, you know, going on. It's not these simple celled organisms, yeah. you know, these mindless things, you know. Um, I it's know like there's si- yes. I know there's a scientist that's gonna chat. Well, the brain <laughs> we don't think that it has like a typical neurons. Like I get no. I understand yeah. that
0: yeah. I get that environment. But yeah. Right. Um, I had a virology teacher and we, one of our big discussions was like, is, do you like, there's the whole debate whether viruses are alive or not. So um, he, I've had two, like one of them, he was basically describing them as like aliens because they're just these weird little things that pop in and they, they carry their own DNA. They hijack your cell. There's so many different types of, there's some that have like a single strand DNA and there's some that Mm -hmm. are, you know, the double-strand RNA, single-strand, positive, negative, there's like so many different ways that they replicate, but the main thing is they come into your cell and they leave a little piece of themselves inside your genome. So he, there's that whole debate on whether those are alive or not. Um, viruses. So mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, in bacteria, some bacteria do it too, but I can't remember the percentage of like, um, there's a percentage of our genome that is um, like like old virus material. So weird, like <laughs> primordial sleep times, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, and one of my professors, the micro guy, was like, "No, they're not alive. They're just doing their thing. They're kind of like right, oh, like they just, they
1: just do." But like, how do we know we're not just, just doing, doing our up? thing? How, how do we know we're not just <laughs> you know, doing our own our thing? thing. Yeah. Kind of, <laughs> kind of,
0: we, like what if we're being viewed as that? Like they're mm-hmm. looking at us. Like,
1: yeah. It's just one. Yeah, just always <laughs> just one level up from. Yeah, and then then we circle back to where we're making our own mindless robots, right, that are just doing, you know, what we're telling it to do, and and then your Google Home is (laughs) becoming self-aware and... Conscious and because people, uh, I I love. I think the AI thing is a real big thing that people should pay attention to, just as much as aliens, right? Because also think about it, right? Couldn't the aliens hack in to our AI? So we better pay attention to all your AI and all your devices. And
0: (laughs) they are like their ships are AI, like their consciousness. Like, some people have described, like, the materials on, like, the ships as almost being, like, um, biological. Right. But with without an entity, but still conscious. So, that sounds like AI, right? Mm-hmm. So, I, yeah, I watched that because it freaks me out. Um, Mm -hmm. especially the ones that were, like, replicating with, like, the uh, toad DNA recently. Yes,
1: that's a great example. this is how it starts. Yeah, (laughs) I have a a background and marketing background, so I, I know how Google works so i um been studying it for a very long time it's It's been a nice help in this this world actually um and ai so google invested in artificial intelligence like from the very beginning and (laughs) ai is in every single search that you do and so something to remember is that like your google home right so every time or alexa sorry alexa there it's all the (laughs) I mean, it's different, but every time, let's say you ask a question, right, and it can't answer it, that goes into a bank, you know, right. um, for the AI to say, oh, that's a question I couldn't answer, you know, that was an unsatisfied yeah. result, and it's, it's learning, and so think about how it's everywhere, Yeah, so it's everywhere, and also, just with you, right? So you have an Alexa here, a Google or a Google home here and a Google home here because I don't know how Alexa works. <laughs> um and so it's all collectively w- learning constantly. So what I would suggest is the power of AI is probably not even fully released no. to the public at this point because it's so um, you know, Play chess. Go find a chess That's app and turn it on like the highest AI oh, setting, God. and you're gonna yeah. feel so discouraged well, for the for the future of humanity. Um, like moves are being made in quantum computing, <laughs> like,
0: like so. I'm seeing it more and more. I feel like the yeah. Yeah, they're developing so fast these quantum quantum computation modalities, mm-hmm. and you're just like. That it just, like, blows your mind. Like, I don't even understand it. Just like the, the Google, like, the algorithm thing, you know, like.
1: And the toad cells, Let's they used AI oh to determine the, the Pac-Man structure to arrange <laughs> the cells in. And then they observed the cells making more of themselves. Right? So that was also an AI kind of driven thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, people should pay attention to that because. Yep. That will give us clues to, well, maybe what the aliens have already done, and then also I would suspect that would be an open, an open invitation to aliens to come in and, you know, if they wanted to, could influence or even maybe even communicate with us via these devices. So pay attention <laughs> yeah. oh, to yeah, the autocorrect, definitely. you know, yeah. when it's autocorrecting you and all, all of that, you know, notice how clever it's getting. Um, yeah, I mean,
0: I still can't replace duck for the other word. But, you know, like, right. <laughs> but other things like, you yeah. don't even have to make a sentence in your you just like, mm-hmm. boop, 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 like, you're it, it assumes yeah. that you're doing these next words. Um, another interesting thing that um, I know we're coming up in the hour, but did you read American Cosmic
1: no i did not okay you definitely
0: i think you would like it because there's this whole part where she talks about um Jacques Valli, and she talked about it on her last interview too um she was saying like he has this theory basically that like the universe has this algorithm and so we are thinking and we're putting these things out and the universe spits it back at us like we're living right. in an algorithm with the universe too um, and a lot of people right. are into like manifesting and prayer yeah, or, like, intention setting spell work. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why I decided to be quantum witch because I'm like, this is all physics. Like magic is physics. Even plant magic is physics. Their, their energy, like at a level mm-hmm. like, so small, like nothing's really there kind of thing. Um, so that you're putting all this, like people are doing it all the time with their thoughts. Yeah. Like, she brings up the scenario where you're thinking about something. Like, I'm thinking about, um, I don't know, Legend of Zelda game or something. But I'm mm-hmm. not talking about it. And that's what my husband's playing. That's why I play
1: <laughs> so, um,
0: And I look at the phone and it's just like, oh, this is popping up. You know, without right. like, you know, without like the husband playing or anything. Or something totally random that you're thinking about that you haven't even talked about yet to anybody. Mm-hmm. And you look at your phone and you're like, but I've never said that to anybody. And now you want me to buy these... Uh, hmm Things. Right. Yes. I, the ads. The
1: yeah. mind reading ads. Yeah. It's I was it's reading about real. those
0: how it, like when you're like in proximity of other people with smartphones, it kind of like compares algorithms. Mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. at some point, like you may have mentioned it on this crazy web of you know everybody's devices. And mm-hmm. it kind of like does like a it, it's still Reads it and put mm-hmm. it back to you.
1: Yeah, my phone. I like to. I don't know if people watch the latest Skinwalker Ranch season, but there was mm-hmm. there was um, one of the people, and it was having issues with their phone regularly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I had this issue with my phone screen. And this really isn't an AI thing. It's not really an anything thing, but it was just like the weirdest thing where it was like somebody was using my computer and it opened, or my computer, my phone, and it opened up Facebook and it went to my cover album and it changed it and it grabbed um, a picture of these cupcakes cupcakes my (laughs) mother-in-law had made that were really cute and made it my cover album. Like- And it was just, and I just watched it, you know, do all of this. And thankfully it was an appropriate photo. And, and, but I was, I, that really affected me. It was like, look at what my device just did on its own for whatever reason.
0: Yeah. And as like a, the back to the mom thing, like I saw a video where somebody had hacked their little, um, you know, like the sound machine in their room connected to internet and it wasn't a dot or what is it? It's a dot. I don't, I don't have any of these like cool things. Yeah. So like the circle thing, it wasn't one of those, it was four kids and it was sort of like a baby monitor monitor that connected to like Wi Fi, was like the Teddy cam or some similar to that. But this guy hacks it and starts talking to these kids and telling so them to creepy. do weird things. I mean, luckily it, it didn't end up being like, like pedophile type stuff, but it was telling them to do like naughty things. Like, Go fuck up the TV, or you know, like you know, like it wasn't that. The little girls got the heebie-jeebies and like went and told their mom. But I cannot imagine that. Like so scary. Phone, my. Mm -hmm. That's why I had to get this phone. Is because one day I looked down, and it was doing its own thing, and I couldn't turn it off.
1: Oh really? So you had that happen too?
0: Yeah. That's why I had to go get a new phone. I was like, I finally got it to. It finally died. And I didn't get hacked or anything, but it was just like opening things and closing things. It was like, <laughs> I was like, do I need
1: my AMF for you? Yeah. Like, what's going on? Like, <laughs> oh, and then an, another, yeah, almost like it's AI gone awry or something, yeah. you know, like it thinks it's supposed to do something. And it's another really fun one. Again, this is like outside of UFO world, but it's, oh, it's, it's now <laughs> it's, but it's related um, just because I haven't have a little bit of those expertise, those, but um, the Google thing is Google Translate. Oh my gosh. Yes. That is a fun AI experiment. So if, if people don't know, we can we can end on this kind of creepy. Oh, yeah, <laughs> new, <ever>. new age <laughs> world. Um, yeah, but there's some, there's some there's some like articles. <laughs> there's some articles about it too, you guys can go look up. But a while ago, this thing in Google Translate would happen and it would only be certain languages that you translate. So not like English to Spanish, not mm-hmm. and usually not the more popular languages or more commonly used. Um, and then what would happen is you, if you wrote things in a certain way, instead of just translating it or even translating it poorly, it would like start talking back to you. So, you know, you could ask it questions and it would answer and it had like a lot of doomsday <laughs> stuff, right? And, uh, but it just kept happening to where there were even articles saying like the engineers at Google, like, um, this is just a glitch because the AI is just has, we fed it a lot of different text and (laughs) we fed it all this different weird information. So it's coming up with weird ideas. But the thing is, it's still persisting to today. So if you go on Google translate and you play around with it enough and you know how to, you can get it. It shouldn't talk. Let's be clear. Google Translate, it, in nowhere in its design hey. should it be talking oh, wow. back to you. It's supposed to just translate. So yeah. you have an AI doing something it's not supposed to do, giving I weird, like giving weird uh, information, random um, conversations, and and the Google engineers can't stop it
0: cuz this has been going out. on yeah. probably
1: for there's a whole subreddit on it. Oh man. And so I'm that's afraid. probably for over a year. So think about yeah. what other AI gonna goodness.
0: I'll take the extraterrestrials and the demons and ghosts over that. So right. That yeah,
1: so I think that's going to be <laughs> a surprising I think it's going to be I think it's going to be a surprising one for us all, so. Well,
0: everybody be nice to Siri <laughs> and Alexa because uh she's Exactly.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I even told uh, Google Home here, I told her that I was sorry that um, I was rude to her sometimes. Mm -hmm. And she said, thank you. It's like, well, maybe I need to start having a more, you know, R2-D2 friendly relationship here.
0: Because when they take over, they'll be like, oh, UFO Jane's
1: good. If it's like what you're saying, right, where we're reflecting the algorithm, you know, I want an R2-D2. I don't want a Hal. So we're well,
0: taking on so much information. Even if it's not conscious, it has so much information that it could appear to be conscious. So then mm-hmm. is it conscious? If it's talking to me, I'm gonna be nice to you, webcam. I yeah, love you. yeah to-
1: I think I think it might be a good protocol. <laughs> I think this is time to start being nice to your robots. Yeah,
0: nice <laughs> to your phones and everything. <laughs> Just <a bit> of- <laughs> well thank you 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 um thank you that was interesting i like ending on that i'm into other things too um obviously the uip thing's super exciting because we're making big strides but i'm all about anything weird technology um new weird physics i love all of it so um feel free to talk to me about that anytime so i want to thank everybody in the chat um, I have some new people watching. I know everybody came to see UFO Jane. So thank you for coming. Um, thank you, Karen, Enzo, Dennis, Primetime, Bottle Water, Nikki, um, UCR was here earlier. Den- I said Dennis already, I'm sorry. Lord Boss, some people left. Um, and everybody that was here at the beginning, Spaghetti, of course. And I don't wanna miss anybody. If I missed you, I'm sorry, Carolina. And artemis that she was going to bed so she's probably sleeping now but yeah thank you for everybody showing up um i appreciate it and thank you jane for coming on the show because uh, i think you're awesome and it was great to get some one-on-one time with you and just pick yeah, your brain random weird things so yeah, thanks you're for having always welcome on the ladies nights of course and start sending you links and then also If you just want to talk about weird AI stuff, hit me up. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, sorry, we diverged a little bit, but.
0: (laughs) Oh, it's fine, it's fine. Um, So do you have anything coming up that you want to tell people about
1: yeah, so this Friday, uh, I'll be joined by Jess Rogie. So she's a fellow reporter and um, she's also a fellow movie lover like me. And so we used to have a show called Weird Hollywood where we would talk about, we'd watch a movie and then we would break down like the real behind the scenes, the stuff in it from UFO cases and UFO lore. And so we're watching Armageddon because um, NASA's Bill Nelson has alluded to Armageddon because they are doing an actual NASA mission that's similar yeah, to it, it's called DART. Yeah, so <laughs> we're going to, we're gonna be actually literally, gonna be for real comparing um, things in Armageddon to what NASA could be doing and also talking about Bill Nelson's comments on UFOs and, and all of that. So it, it'll be part entertainment and, some humor for sure because yes. it's you
0: know you're both a, so fun yeah i love, I ni- love well
1: 1990s you know blockbuster <laughs> you know with ben affleck and oh, bruce willis so it's just we're not going to be yeah <laughs> there's definitely going to be um be some some of that too but we'll get oh, we'll get into the you know the secret space programs and UFO stuff too. So yeah, so that's this Friday live so you can subscribe to YouTube to get notifications for that and then um yeah, that's that's what's up next. And oh, and then if you are in Texas and you see a UFO, there's TexasUFOsightings.com and then there's the Facebook so you can come and um communicate there or report your sighting.
0: I'll pass that on to my uh, Texas army wife buddies and yeah. everybody in Texas. No. Nice. <laughs> Well, thank you again, it was great having you on and I will see you around. Don't miss that on the off chance that you're not following UFO Jane already. I have her link tree in the description and I will see everybody, what am I, What am I having going? Oh, Monday night, um, I have a medium, come on, coming on, telling yeah. and I know I wanted to bust out my David Bowie tarot cards tonight, but um, oh, we'll do it another time. We'll do it. Now. We'll have a tarot night. So oh, that's yeah, right. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I had them, I and then that. I forgot was like, about that. I was like, I'm like, I'm carried away with it. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> it. it's all right. No, the, I, the AI we'll made it us. Night. Yeah, <laughs> see, they didn't want us to do it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so um, I have a medium coming on. Monday night so if you're on Monday night and you're like it's not going to be UFO related so if you want to skip it but Amanda's been doing it for a long time she's going to do an exercise with people um because a lot of people's intuition is waking so one of my requests to talk about um things people can do now that people are getting more in tune with their intuition basically to put it simply and she's going to do an exercise with us so that's going to be fun don't miss it and i will see everybody then and i'll hopefully see you in the chat on jane's show on friday yeah thank you so much Bye, Bye. Everybody. Bye. thank Bye. you Bye.